This is Jeff Billard, and you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. It is early morning at the Ficklin Mortuary. The doors burst open and a very unsettled man stumbles in. Oh! Oh my goodness! I'm sorry about that. Are you all right? He's fine, just a little embarrassed. I'm fine, just a little embarrassed. What happened? It had something to do with his shoelace. I think it had something to do with my shoelace getting caught. Anyway, I'm, I'm fine. The man's name is Bernie Felger. Uh, My name is Bernie Felger? I am so sorry for your loss. How may we help you in your time of need? This bedraggled man is not in need of any help. He's here to offer it. Oh, oh, I'm not in need of any help. See, I'm here to offer it. Uh, all deliveries are to come through the back. He's not delivering anything but himself. I'm not delivering anything but myself. I don't understand. The stumble bum of a visitor, this funeral crasher, is here for a very specific purpose. See, I'm here for a very specific purpose. Well, don't keep me in suspense. Why are you here? Bernie Felger is the answer to her call for help. I'm here in answer to your call for help. I didn't call for help. Yeah, I think you did. You see, Bernie is answering the call for a temp. I'm answering your call for a temp. This is his story. The Temp, a Double M production, starring Michael Wilhelm as The Temp, also starring Lorraine Knox as Penelope, and featuring Larry Bauer, Teresa Bauer, Nate Chen, Michelle King, Scott Kump, Stacey Custer, Jaden Moore, Lauren Nichols, Ethan Plum, Megan Spieth, and Todd Stazak. Today's episode, Detour. Probably my husband who called the temp service. I'll let him know you're here. Thank you. Have a seat. My name is Jenny, by the way. Yeah? Your temp is here. Oh, great. I'll be right out. I've uh, never worked at a funeral home before. Oh, we're just a mortuary and crematorium. We serve most of the funeral homes in the surrounding area. I see. I would have taken you back to meet my husband, but I really can't move around well. I did notice that. I wasn't going to say anything, but since you brought it up, when are you due? Any day now. It's our first. So, we're pretty excited. Wow. Even in death, you are in life. (laughs) That's a sweet way to put it. Hey, honey. Oh, hello. Oh, hi. I'm Bernie Felger. I'm Martin Ficklin. You can call me Marty. Marty and Jenny, really? What? I don't follow. Marty and Jennifer, you don't get it? No, we don't. Great Scott, Marty! We need to get you and Jenny back to the future! Oh, that Marty and Jenny. Sorry, I just couldn't resist. Well, there's no flux capacitor in the hearse, I'm afraid. Oh, oh, that would be cool. Then you could take them back to before they died. You're a pretty silly temp, aren't you? Oh, right. Sorry, I I forgot where we are. No, it's all right. You need a sense of humor in this line of work. I'm going to take him on back, honey. Okay, sweetie. You doing okay? Yeah, I'm fine. You let me know if anything changes. Believe me, sweetheart, you'll be the first to know. My regular guy called in sick, and I needed someone to assist me. I hope you don't have an aversion to dead bodies. 
dead bodies. Why, some of my best friends are dead bodies. Oh, good. Then you should feel right at home. <gasps> I just finished working on this man on the table. He, he, he's dead. He's better off after I got through with him. Who is he? His name is Kimball. Kimball? Oh, like that guy on the old TV show. What show? Oh, God, you ran forever. What was the name of that? I don't know. It was a comedy. A, oh, Green Acres. The guy's name was Hank Kimball. He was the, the county agent. Well, this man was no county agent. He was a doctor. Dr. Richard Kimball. He had a run-in with the law a little while back, but he got it straightened out. He was a good man. Nice to meet you, Doc. I need you to help me lift him off this table and into that casket over there. Sure. Okay, fine. Uh, he didn't die of anything contagious, did he? No. Now, get his legs and I'll lift his shoulders. Uh, okay, got him. Good. Now, carry him over to the coffin. You know, he's not that heavy. No, he's not. Now, set him in gently. Thank you. Uh, let's fix his collar, straighten his coat. Uh, hand me that. What? That stethoscope. Thank you. Now, we will put that behind his neck and over his shoulders. There. That's a nice touch. I try to show all my clients in the best light. I'm the last person they encounter in their life's journey. I consider that an honor that I take very seriously. So, how did you get into this business? I mean, did you always want to be a mortician? No, I started out as a taxidermist. I attended the Northwest School of Taxidermy when I was 13. 13? Well, it was a mail-order school, you know. Send the lessons by mail. Uh, uh, yeah, there. He looks at peace. Uh, go ahead and close the casket. Yeah, sure. I collected all sorts of dead animals to work on. My mom's freezer was full of squirrels, birds, possums. We even had an owl once. Wow. Uh, get that door while I roll this out to the hearse. Well, why, why did you make the transition to being a mortician? Well, turns out I was a fair taxidermist, but my heart wasn't in it. <laughs> taxidermist, never mind. <clears throat> you see, I realized I was much more of a people person. Oh. Here, this drops down. And the casket slides right on it. There you go. Thank you. Uh, get in the car. Oh. Oh, it's Jenny. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was just about to leave. Oh, my water just broke. What? Wow, what does that mean? What does it mean? Is it time already? It's time now! Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll be right in. Bernie, uh... Uh, here. What, what's this? You, you drive it on up. To where? The funeral home in Willoughby. I don't know where that is. It, it's on the GPS in the hearse. It's quite a ways up north. Just follow directions and you'll be fine. But why don't you... Then he just went into labor. Huh? Whoa, Joe. Okay. Here we are. I guess it's just you and me, Doc. <laughs> Settle in back there. Okay, so what does the GPS say? Please drive the highlighted route. Okay, that's, that sounds simple enough. Gentlemen, start your engines. All right, here we go. Willoughby or bust. 
turn right on Bunny Meadow Road. All right. In 2.5 miles, merge right onto ramp 36B. Looks like we're in good hands, Doc. Little Miss GPS has our whole trip planned out. I guess she knows what she's doing. <laughs> hey, Doc. Want to see a trick? No, 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 it's okay. I, I know what I'm doing. Check this out. I can change the GPS's voice. Yeah, learn this on my dad's GPS. S'il vous plaît, conduire la route surlignée. Whoop, that, that's not it. Um, here, I'll, I'll try, I'll try this. Turn right at entrance ramp 36B. Me, me, ah, whoa, I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry about that, Doc. I, I hope I didn't shake you up too much. I probably shouldn't be playing with this. I'll, I'll just reset it and go back to the normal voice and, and we're just, we're just going to leave it alone. Okay, there, now. There's entrance ramp 36B. All right, Doc, no more screw-ups. We're on our way to Willoughby. Thank you for calling Willoughby Funeral Home. This is Madeline. How may I help you? Uh, when is the Kimball viewing scheduled? I believe that is scheduled for one o'clock. Madeline, we have a problem. Hold on. Uh, that is correct. Uh, thank you for calling. What's wrong? Dr. Kimball hasn't arrived yet. What? He should have been dressed and laid out already. He was due here 40 minutes ago. Did you call the mortuary? No answer. I tried Martin Ficklin's cell phone, and, and he's in the hospital. In the hospital? Don't tell me he's trying to resuscitate Dr. Kimball. No. His wife went into labor. Dr. Kimball was a widower. Martin's wife, Jenny, she went into labor as he was about to head out. So he sent his assistant to deliver the good doctor. Well, call the assistant. I did. And he's at home, sick. So where is the body? Parked in his garage? No. Someone else is delivering him here. Well, who, who's driving Dr. Kimball up here? I don't know. Well, we better find out. We have a crowd of people coming in two hours to pay their final respects to the beloved doctor... We certainly wouldn't want them to become an angry mob, now would we? Couldn't we just set an empty coffin out with the lid closed and tell them it's a closed casket memorial service? <sighs> that will be our backup plan. Hopefully it won't come to that. Now, call Martin back on his cell and find out specifically who he sent to deliver the guest of honor. I'm on it. Typical doctor, always keeping you waiting. The contractions are getting closer. Yeah, I can tell. Your numbers are getting higher each time. You're not helping. That just means it shouldn't be long now. What are you doing? You are not taking pictures of this. Uh, no, 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 honey. I'm just turning my phone off. I don't want to be interrupted from any of this. <laughs> Whoa, that one snuck up on me. Didn't see it coming. You broke your own record on a scale there. Shut up! Martin Ficklin, please report to the nurse's desk. Martin Ficklin, please report to the nurse's desk. What's that? You gotta be kidding me. Go... 
find out. That's nuts. Why can't they come in here and tell me? Go on. I don't want to miss anything. You won't. Oh, hold it in. I can't leave you here. Just go. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, hello? Yes, may I help you? I'm Martin Ficklin. You just paged me. Oh, yes, there's a phone call for you. Why would they call here? I have a cell... Oh. Yeah, right, I, I turned it off. Here. Thank you. This is Martin Ficklin. Uh, this is Mr. Jameson over at the Willoughby's Funeral Home. I hate to disturb you at a time like this. Yeah, Mr. Jameson, how may I help you? Uh, well, sir, it so happens that you're... Delivery has yet to arrive, and since the crowd is beginning to gather, I was hoping you could help us. I told you I sent my assistant to make the delivery. Uh, that is part of the problem, sir. I, I spoke to your assistant, and it seems he's home ill. Oh, not that assistant. I have a temporary assistant. He's the one. I see, sir. Uh, and who is this temporary assistant? Oh, what was his name? Barry... Bust, uh, something like that. Where did you find him? Martin! Coming, honey! Uh, some agency! Which one? There are over two dozen agencies in the tri-state area. Mr. Ficklin, they're taking your wife into delivery now. Right! I I'm sorry, I, I gotta go. I'm here, sweetheart! How much longer is this trip, Doc? Marty said it was up north, he wasn't kidding. I don't know about you, Doc, but I, I got up early. I haven't eaten anything. I think my blood sugar dropped. I need to get something to eat. I hope you don't mind if we veer off track for a few minutes. Look, I'll, I'll try to find a drive through <laughs> Okay, Doc, uh, <laughs> you want to have some fun? Hello, welcome to Hamburger Heaven. May I take your order? Yes. I would like one of your heavenly buster burgers. One order of pearly gate fries. And a celestial chocolate shake. Do you want me to cook that burger, or would you prefer it bloody? Ooh, cook it this time. I like to try new things. Okay, so you are aware of how lame that voice is, right? Why? This is the same voice I have had for the past four centuries. Whatever. So, Count, you want to make that a meal? You'll save 35 cents. That would be... Glorious. I'm so glad. You just don't know how hard it is to make a vampire happy. That'll be 483 at the window. I'll pull my hearse around. Yeah, you do that. Ah! Oh my! Oh my, it's real. It's a real hearse. You were expecting maybe the Monster Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome! Is it real? Yeah, yeah, it's real, all right. Is there anybody back there? Yeah, the doc. Ah! Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's on his way to the grave, but I thought we should get a bite to eat on the way. Here, just take this. That's 483. Hey, doc, you got any change back there? Oh, never mind. I got it. Great. Now, Get that dead guy out of here. I will see you in your nightmares.
That was good. There, put everything in the bag. We don't want to leave a mess in here. Huh? Now, who could that be? Freddy? Quick, hide the bag. Yeah. Yeah? Bernie, where are you? I'm taking the dock here to Willoughby. You should have been there an hour ago. Well, Mr. Ficklin said it was a ways away. You should be there by now. Well, it's all on the GPS. See, look. Destination. What? Oh, no, 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 no. I turned it off? No, 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 no. I reset the program, wiped out all the previous trip information. <sighs> Where are you? I don't know. I don't, I don't. I think I'm lost. Look around. Do you see any road signs? Landmarks? There's just a bunch of corn. Wait, 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 wait. There's someone. I'll, I'll pull over. I'll ask him. Hey. Hello. Hey. Oh, great. What did he say? Nothing. It's just a scarecrow. What does your GPS say? Okay, I'll check. Current location. Calculating. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Signal unavailable. No, 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 no. That does not sound good. No, no, it's not. And, and, and that's not all. I'm almost out of gas. And there's not a station in sight. Well, find a station, get some gas, and ask for directions to Willoughby. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I'll call the funeral home and tell them you are on your way. All right. Just get there as soon as you can. You can count on me, mon capitaine. Uh, I've got a bad feeling about this. Don't sweat it. The doc and I, I have this covered, don't we, doc? Call me when you get there. Here we go. On the road again. No, no, no. Don't get up, Doc. I I think I got this one. We are here for the Kimball viewing. I'm sorry, but uh, Dr. Kimball is not ready for visitors. Not ready for visitors? The man's dead. I didn't come here for a chat. I want to pay my respects. Timothy, put that down. I understand, madam. It, it's just that the, the, the doctor is not ready. You mean you're not ready? You don't have him set up yet, and you're blaming him for your inadequacies. Rest assured, my, my good lady, I have it on good authority that the doctor will be here shortly. You mean he's not even here? What did he do, go out for a walk before the show? Uh, no, 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 madam. He's, he, he is on the road. He went for a drive. He's being delivered. Timothy, stop! Now go find your father and tell him to spank you. We expect there to be only a slight delay. This is one very shoddy outfit. I am not recommending this place to any of my friends. I am sorry. Do you have business cards? Uh, yes, I, I do, but, but what you said about your friends... I have enemies, you know. Timothy! There, that should be enough to get me there. All right, now let's check and see if we have a signal yet. Please enter the destination. Good, 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 good. Okay, okay. Um, Willoughby Funeral Home. Please enter the destination. Oh, right. I got to type it in. All right, come on, come on, come on, come on. Please drive the highlighted route. Yes, great. Okay, Doc, we're on a roll. Come on. All right, 
Keep the coffin closed and put this framed photo on top of it. Tell them that it's a closed coffin service. (laughs) Very good, madam. We apologize for the delay. Thank you for your patience. Hold on there, partner. Aren't you going to pop the lid on that there tin can so we can all get a look-see? Actually, this is a closed casket service. Why's that? It was his last request. Since when? Since just before he died. That is not what I heard. Are you blowing smoke up our teepee? I assure you, it is what the doctor requested. Did he sign something to that effect? I want to see some documentation. Now listen, I I don't think he's in there. I say we all charge him and open the box and see for ourselves. People, people, please, let's not become a mob. We want to see Dr. Do you know good that the coffin is locked? We want to see him. We'll shoot it all. Please, please, violence never solves anything. Turn right on County Road 3. All right. Hey, look at that, Doc. Willoughby, eight miles. We're almost there. What? No, no, not now. I don't believe this. We're so close. It's so far. Yep, there it is. A flat tire. Great, just... Great. Okay, all right, don't panic. I'll look in the back. Okay, so, where do they put the spare tire in a hearse? Hey, Doc, you want to move over so I can look underneath you there? Are there enough secret panels back here? Hey, wait, 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 what's this? It looks like it is (laughs) jumper cable. Come on, come on, there has to be some kind of a repair kit. A can of spray paint. Really, a can of... What do you need spray paint for? Oh, this... It's not paint, it's tire repair in a can. It's empty. Wait, 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 wait. This is all the earmarks of a tire jack. Yes, yes! And where there is a tire jack, there has to be a tire... Come on, come on. Aha! Oh, yeah. It's only a donut, but you'll have to do. I only have to go eight miles, right? Well, that dog is really riled up. Well, so far, so good. Now, pop off the hubcap. And get the lugs off. Aha. There. That dog is really getting close. What is he... What is his deal? Oh, wait, he's chasing something. Now it looks like a squirrel. No, it waddles. Squirrels don't waddle. It's black, probably a stupid cat. No, it's white. It's black and white. Oh, no, 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 no. It's a skunk, and they're headed straight for the back of the hearse. It's in the hearse. The, the dog is scaring it. Now go on, stop. Get out of here. Go on, scram. Now to get a skunk out of here. I can't see him. It's probably hiding. Well, I gotta get it out. I, I don't have any food to coax it out. Think, 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 think. What would MacGyver do? Come on, little buddy. 
it's okay. That big mean dong is gone. Bad Bow Wow went bye-bye. Come on, where are you? Hello, Mr. Skunk. Come out, come out, wherever you are. There you are. Doc, don't move. <laughs> Hi. Hi. You, you want to go home now? Please? It, it's okay now. The coast is clear. That's it. Come on out. There you are. Oh, my. You are a big one. You probably have a lot of juice in you. Come on. Oh, no, no, what, what's that? No, no, why are you stomping your feet like that? No, it's okay. Just come on out. No, will, will you stop the little hand dance and just, just get going here? Here, let, let me move this stuff out of your way so that you can get around it. Whoa, whoa, wait, no! I assure you all that Dr. Kimball is all right. He's not all right. He's missing. We just had a little trouble getting him here. I've heard of a reluctant bridegroom, but a reluctant corpse? He should be arriving at any moment. That's what you said a half hour ago when we forced you to open that casket. I say we form a posse and go after him. <laughs> There's no need to go rampaging the countryside. Dr. Kimball is family, and we take care of family around here. Am I right? Yeah! Yeah! No, please, please listen to me. Let's get those torches lit. It's daylight, sweetheart. We don't need torches. All right. Uh, okay, then. Uh, let's just go find the good doctor. All right. Me, me. Oh, thank God. Uh, it's it's him. He's here. Now, no, no, let's just, just settle down and welcome our guest of honor in a sane and civilized manner. All right. Everyone, let's go greet the good doctor. Yeah! It's about time. Come out and help us unload him. I can't. What? Something happened. It, it doesn't matter. We need to get Dr. Kimball out and set up for his showing. I wouldn't advise it. Nonsense. Now get out of that hearse. All right, but you're going to need to step back. Hey, do you notice something funny? Why do we need to step back? Trust me, it's for your own good. Yes, I do notice that. What is it? All right, very well. We've all stepped away. Now come out of there. (laughs) See? It's pretty bad. I, I had a run-in with a skunk. You got tangled up with a polecat? Yeah, I did. Oh, my goodness. It's all through the hearse, but, but the doctor's in a coffin, which is hermetically sealed, so he should be okay. But the moment you open it, he will be contaminated. Timothy, get out of that hearse! Well, don't you generally bury things that get skunked? I mean, so, you know, the doc here is headed in the right direction. <laughs> He's scheduled to be cremated. Oh, We'll scrub down this coffin, and then we can open it and transfer the doctor to a fresh one for the showing. Timothy, I warned you. Now you have it all over you. Just go stand over there. Stand by that stinky man. The hearse is ruined. You can't even get the coffin out without contaminating yourself. Here, here, let me do it. I'm already contaminated. Bring a gurney over here. Here. Okay, okay, let, let me get this. There, that's got it. Thank you. 
do you have a place I can get cleaned up? Uh, leave, leave that open. It needs to air out. It won't help. So you're the hombre who abducted the good doctor. No, no. We got lost. The GPS was acting up, and we ran out of gas, and then the tire blew up, and while I was fixing that, a dog chased a skunk into the back end of the hearse, and I tried to get it out, and, well, you can smell what happened. I cannot allow you into our facility smelling like that. You're just going to have to find some other place to get cleaned up. Where? Well, there's a farmhouse a few miles down the road. See if they can help you. I... I don't believe this. Who are you, anyway? I've never seen you before. Oh, I'm just a stinking temp. For Dr. Richard Kimball, the ordeal is over. The running has stopped. He is at home and at rest. But for Bernie Felger, the road stretches for miles ahead of him, and he must walk it bearing a stinky burden. Now a marked man, shunned by all, he must find the secret that will lift this aromatic curse, allowing him to rejoin the throng of humanity and take his place once again within the corporate arena, eking out a meager living as a temp. Honey, I'm home. Oh, oh, you're not coming into this house smelling like that. Come on. The Temp was written by Michael Wilhelm, directed by Lorraine Knox, engineered and produced by Scott Kump. In the cast, you heard Michael Wilhelm as Bernie, Larry Bauer as the narrator, Scott Kump as the announcer, and Frederick, Megan Spieth as Jenny and the dog, Nate Chen as Martin, Lauren Nichols as the GPS, Teresa Bauer as Madeline and the hospital PA, Todd Stazak as Jameson, Stacy Custer as the nurse, Ethan Plum as the drive-through cashier, Michelle King as Barbara, Jaden Moore as Tex, and Lorraine Knox as Penelope. Live sound effects performed by Ethan Plum, Callie Swanigan, and Josette Wilhelm. This has been a Double M production in affiliation with All for One Productions in Fort Wayne, Indiana. The temp was recorded before a live audience. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before. Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.